From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's Going to the Cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Hey, everybody. We're going to talk about House of Gucci today. I hope you've all had a great uh, week, weekend. I hope you are just having a great time at the movies because there are so many good movies out there. So go ahead and go watch some, you know, like try to watch as many movies as you can. And I got to say, you know, I've been wanting to talk about House of Gucci for a while now. Now, House of Gucci is one of those movies where the trailer has been captivating a lot of people. Like a lot of people have been watching this trailer and they're so captivated by what's going on. Like the thing would be that the music is just so it's cool. Like, I don't know how to put it, but it's like the music is really cool. Um, just the fact that Lady Gaga has this, like, I think she doesn't do a cover of it, but she just has this glamorous look that kind of fits this version of a heart of glass by Blondie. And it's one of those things where like the trailer itself has gotten so much like love and so much attention that you're actually really excited for the movie you're about to watch. Right. And I will say that for a while now, House of Gucci has been sort of on everybody's like Oscar watch list because of the fact that Lady Gaga wasn't previously nominated for a movie called A Star is Born. So everybody's been watching this movie to see, is it going to actually be in a contender for the Academy Awards? And House of Gucci, you know, as a movie, tells the story of Patrizia Reggiani, a pretty much an outsider like this she's this woman that doesn't fit in anywhere she comes from like a humble beginning she is a woman who just doesn't have enough money and she lives and she basically is doesn't fit in the fashion world she meets this guy you know who may or may not be a fashion a fashion the heir to a fashion empire he is actually Maurizio Gucci played by Adam Driver, and they have this, like, whirlwind romance where they get together, and then, you know, things start to get crazy, right? Like, things start to get all sorts of things into, like, betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately, possibly murder. Now, you might be thinking that this is one of those campy films that, in which the performances are going to be pretty out there, and I gotta say that there is some truth to that jared leto and lady gaga certainly fit that bill pretty well they are certainly doing all they could to give what i would say campy but still sincere performances and that's what i love about this film is that there are really good performances in this like lady gaga and jared leto i would even say adam driver uh al pacino and Salma Hayek, you know, Salma Hayek is kind of the weak point of the film, but, you know, she still gives a good performance. Like, I'm not going to deny that. And then Jeremy Irons does a really great job as uh, Mighty Tio's father, Rudolfo Ga- uh, Gucci, the head of the Gucci family. I got to say, though, is that for all the great performances this film has, especially Jared Leto and Lady Gaga, I just don't think this is the film that really matches those performances. I think those performances are really... I gotta say they're strong for what they are. They 
they are trying to be campy. They are trying to be sincere. They're trying to meet that middle ground where it's a fun performance and the actor can escape into it. But at the same time, however, can can this can these performances actually survive scrutiny? Like, are the accents any good? Because I think the accents you know, they, the accents are good enough for me to not recognize the actor's voice in them. Like, for example, Lady Gaga has a very distinct voice. I mean, she's a singer, but the fact is, like, if you went and watched, like, A Star is Born, she has a very distinct and powerful voice. And if you've seen her in interviews, you know, you can tell it's Lady Gaga. It's not, like, a big mystery anyone is going to hide. But that's the thing about that performance is that that performance in House and Gucci is that that accent is actually really good at hiding things. And I think that that's actually a really strong point in favor of her performance. Now, the rest of the movie doesn't give her, in my opinion, enough to do after a while. I think that the first two halves of this film, the first two thirds of this movie, gives everybody, including Adam Driver, a lot of things to do. There's so much to cover, especially, like, how Patizia's, like, you know, how she tries to put herself in the family business for Gucci. But it becomes more and more clear as the film goes on that she becomes less of an interesting focus and the movie wants to be, like, this big family, Gucci family legacy epic. And it just, in my opinion, it doesn't really work. Like, I feel like... It isn't like the Coriolan family or like the families in various other, you know, cinematic films or cinematic epics. Like it just doesn't really hold up to scrutiny when it comes to that. Like I personally don't really mind watching epics about families, but I feel like this isn't the film to do that for, especially considering that it's just it's out of nowhere like i'm supposed to suddenly feel more invested in these other characters like the al pacino and jared leto character when this whole time i've been in like interested in what's going on with lady gaga and adam driver and those two have actual really good chemistry you know al pacino and jared leto have good chemistry as uh, father and son of course but after a while the film tries to change them from being like basically stereotypes of the real people to try to make them more concrete more sincere characters and i don't think it really works all that well especially considering that it's such a 180 from the first two thirds so i get the film's attempt at humanizing these characters after a while but you gotta you gotta be consistent in your style especially considering that the lady gaga and adam driver stuff was pretty campy but it's also very sincere it walked a pretty fine line in the beginning like yeah there was something kind of campy about the movie about meet a meeting inside of a a club and there is something kind of campy about how lady gaga talks in those scenes but i still think that th those first two uh thirds that's where it really works. And I think that's where the audience wants to watch. They want to see this romance. But I think by going into this like idea of like an epic House of Gucci like family saga, it doesn't really work. In fact, it feels much more slower. And I feel less invested in that because I'm just sitting here trying to enjoy a certain kind of movie. And I don't think it's really all that enjoyable in hindsight. I want to say that lady gaga and adam driver are the reasons to go see this movie 
their scenes together. You know, those scenes together are really fun, inventive, and sexy because they actually have really great chemistry. But the rest of the film just doesn't, it's just not that interesting. Like, I feel like after a while I was kind of bored. It's weird because, like, the, the trailer for this movie makes it seem like it's going to be always, that something's always going to be happening, right? That something could happen at any moment. Things get crazy and get wild. But it doesn't even get that wild. And I'm not trying to say this movie has to be like the trailer. I just think that the trailer that this movie is trying to sell me, like, it just, it, it's different from the movie from what it actually is. And it's more rewarding. In fact, the trailer is a masterpiece of how to advertise a movie. So if you have not, if you are somebody that wants to see some good advertisement, the trailer for House of Gucci is there for you. But the film itself, I think, gets bogged down after a while. It's very detail-oriented. It's very, like, you know, beat by beat. We have to get from plot A to plot B to plot C to plot D. And it doesn't feel, like, very... It doesn't feel very natural. Like, it doesn't feel like things get there. It feels like the film actively tries to get to the next point very quickly. Like, if a character feels a certain way, we have to get to the point where Patizia, in real life wants to kill her husband by the end of the film we have to get there because that is a real well-known real life story i mean i'm not spoiling anything i mean you can't spoil real life as they would say but it's there you know it's there for you to see but they're trying to move very quickly and i don't think that that's the best way to do your film and i, and I don't personally think that that's a great way to think about your film but but i don't think that in my opinion that the film itself is all that bad it's okay if you wanted to see a movie for fun this is definitely a fun movie with good performances in them um just be prepared to be a little disappointed honestly like you're gonna be a little disappointed by the end of it it's not that bad in terms of movie making but you know what it's a solid film for what it is so three stars solid performances first uh two-thirds pretty good rest of it kind of boring and to the point hey you're listening to flicks and picks check us out on every every week for a new episode stay tuned